Chapter 15 Turtle and Kinkajou spent the night in the healing pavilion, where the healers were pinky at wire with delight when they discovered Kinkajou was awake. While they checked her for any remaining injuries and freaked out when they found none, Turtle wrote another note to Kibli. Kinkajou is awake and fine. Please tell Tamarin. Darkstalker, Darkstalker taking the tribe to the old night kingdom in the morning. He thought for a moment, then added, Everyone definitely under his spell except Kinkajou. He hoped that was enough information as he erased it, although he wasn't sure what good it did for Kibli to know all that. Before he fell asleep, Turtle made Kinkajou promise not to go deal with Darkstalker without him. However, she might interpret that phrase, no stinking, sneaking, stealing, attacking, thwacking, or pineapples, he begged. He also asked her not to tell Queen Glory anything. I have to let her know I'm, I'm all right, Kinkajou insisted. That's fine, he said, but don't say anything about me or our suspicions about Darkstalker or how much you know about him or what we might do next. Jumping poison frogs, Kinkajou said, looking exasperated. Why not? Because he can read Glory's mind, Turtle pointed out, and we don't want him to hear anything that might make him nervous or suspicious. After much arguing, she agreed, and Turtle fell asleep, feeling maybe a tiny eye less nervous than before. At daybreak, Kinkajou woke him and they flew to the Nightwing village. As they soared through the trees, Kinkajou tossed mangoes and bananas to Turtle, chattering busily. I visited my close personal friend Queen Gloria last night, she said. Just to let her know I'm totally fine now. She was so mad and so happy and so mad at the same time. I got a serious I got a seriously serious lecture about staying away from dangerous dragons from now on. La la irony. But she'll forgive me when we save the world, right? Right, Turtle? Oh, yeah, sure, he said through a mouthful of banana. He hadn't realized this converse was a conversation he'd have to take active part in. I told her I want to go back to Jaden Mountain, said Kinkajou, which is true. I do want to go back there. I'm just going to take a quick detour to the new Night Kingdom on the way and not mention that part to her until later, like way much later, like maybe when we're 100. Do we have to go to the Night Kingdom, Turtle asked. Maybe there's another way to start Darkstalker from here. No, I figured it all out, Kinkajou said. I was thinking about it last night. This is all about Moon's prophecy. It's right here in the words. He's the thing that shakes the earth and scorches the ground, right? So I have to stay at J Mountain by finding the lost city of the night. And that's where Darkstalker is going. So we just follow him there and boom. Catastrophe, catastrophe averted. Everyone's safe? Why are you rubbing your forehead again? No reason, said Turtle. He'd read every enough scrolls to know that no hero quest was ever that easy. But he also spent enough time with Kingaju to realize that it wouldn't do any good to tell her that. Darkstalker had been busy in the night. When they arrived at the village, they discovered that he'd already packed, or made someone pack, several nests full of food from the rainforest. He stood on Glory's platform, counting the supplies gathered below him, as Nightwings gradually filled a clearing and whispering clumps of twos and threes. I wonder how many of them are going with him, Kinkaju said, swooping down to land at the back of the crowd. Turtle touched down beside her, folding in his wings and ducking his head to avoid the funny looks he was getting from the rest of the Nightwings. I bet most of them are, he said. Wouldn't you follow a king who could give you all your superpowers? Give you superpowers? No way, King Gaju said with fierce loyalty. Queen Glory is perfect. I want her to be my queen forever and always- Moon! She shrieked suddenly, spotting her clawmate as Moon passed by with her mother. Moon jumped nearly from the height of a small tree and turned around. Her face lit up like a thousand dragons shouting in aquatic at once. King Gaju, she cried. 
They barreled into each other, wings overlapping in a ferocious hug, voices overlapping as they both tried to talk at once. You're awake, Moon yelped through tears. You're all right. I've been so worried. Did everything cool without me, King Oju said at the same time. I can't believe all the amazing things you've been doing without me. I was gonna gum check on you today, Moon said, wiping her eyes, after Darkstalker leaves. I would have come yesterday, but I've been busy trying to convince as many Nightwings as I can to stay here in the rainforest, she sighed. I'm not exactly the best spokesperson, spokesdragon, though. Nobody particularly likes me before, and they don't like me much better now that I've returned with mind-reading powers and the Darkstalker. I like you enough to make up for 10,000 grubby dragons, King Oji promised. Moon smiled at her shyly, like that was still hard for her to believe. What did you tell them? Turtle asked. I thought you liked Darkstalker. I do, Moon said. He's been great so far, but Queen Glory's the best thing that happened to this tribe in 2,000 years. She's fair and generous, and she's given them a safe place to live. Nightwings have always been afraid of living somewhere that ice students could find them, in case the old war flares up, but Queen Glory made sure that there was a truce with Queen Glacier first thing to keep the tribe safe. She shook her head. I think Queen Glory has proven herself to be just a just and kind, kind queen. We don't know anything about Darkstalker or what kind of king he would be. I feel like this is all happening too fast. Turtle noticed that several Nightwings had edged closer, pretending not to listen, but clearly listening to Moon. And plus, also, King Yudu don't forget the part where he's totally evil. Moon raised her eyebrows. He's not evil, she said. Not like Scarlet was. If he were evil, wouldn't I have seen it in his thoughts? You've seen in the thoughts he wanted you to see, said King Yudu, right? He can totally shield the rest of them, can't he? The evil thoughts? Moon lifted her head to look over the crowd at Darkstalker. He had his head bowed, and he was absentmindedly shredding a, ma a, mo a mauve flower that had grown up on the edge of the stage. Maybe, she said, but I think he's really trying to help, even if I wouldn't do it the way he was doing it. I think he just wants his try back the way it was before. Kingaju opened her mouth, and Turtle stood on her foot to hush her. A moon were under a spell, telling her about it wouldn't do any good. It was encouraging, though, that she would choose Glory over Darkstalker, despite whatever spells he was using on her. Was Darkstalker upset when you told him? She asked. He said he understands. She said, and that he accepts me to change, and that he expects me to change his mind. Ha! Not likely. Kingaju gave Moon another hug. So what are you going to do now? Go back to school. Moon said with a sigh. It feels a little weird with everything happening, but that's what Queen Glory wants me to do. And that's where Kibley and Winter are, and you guys will be there too, right? Sure, eventually, but don't you want to see the old Night Kingdom first? Kingaju King asked. Maybe just a quick visit before we go back to Jin Mountain? Why would we do that? Moon asked. No reason, Kingaju glanced around and whispered loudly. Except maybe a prophecy reason. Moon flicked a fat green beetle off her tail and tipped her head at Kingaju. I kind of do want to see it, she said. I mean, I've been thinking about the prophecy, but I don't understand how going there is going to stop anything from happening. You never know until you try, King Oju said brightly. That's settled then. We'll all go to the Night-Night Kingdom. Not with Darkstalker, though. Definitely not with him. More like right behind him. Yes? Yes, settled. Whew. I thought it was going to be much weirder to try and explain things, why I was in the Night Kingdom. But if I'm there with you, my gifted and awesome class clawmate, then it makes total sense. I'm not sure, Moon began, but the crowd suddenly parted and Darkstalker came striking through, straight towards the little group. Turtle felt himself shrieking as the Nightwing loomed over them. 
Tinkajou and the other town seemed to be trying to make herself look bigger. She spread her wings and puffed up her chest and fixed Dark Sugar with her fiercest stare. Moon, Dark Sugar said quietly, Last chance. Come with us. He hesitated, dipped his head toward her, met her eyes. Please? Darkstalker, Moon said. You're my friend, you are, but Glory is my queen. Then come as my friend, he said. I could use a friend there, and I know you will go you will and I know you will soon anyway. I've had visions of us flying around the night kingdom together. Maybe soon, Moon said, but not this way. She gestured at the dragons around them. I have to make my loyalty clear. All right, he said. All right, it's up to you, but come soon. I'll be there waiting for you. He leaned down and bumped noses with her and then turned and stood briskly back to the platform. Standing behind it, reve revealed by his exit, was an enemy. She lifted her snout haughtily at Moon. You don't deserve his friendship. You're not loyal at all. I say never come to the Night Kingdom. He'll be better off without you. She stuck out her tongue and stomped away. Sorry about my sister, Turtle said sheepishly. She doesn't like competing for attention. She's not used to it. She can have all his attention if you ask me, Hingaju said. Turtle looked sideways at Moon. Her face was somber, but resolved. If Moon were under Darkstalker's control, then Darkstalker wouldn't have to plead with her to come with him. She wouldn't have been able to say no. Had she escaped his spell somehow? Or did it work differently on her? Or was this all part of a larger plan from Darkstalker's? Hello, my fellow Nightwings, Darkstalker boomed out over the crowd. Is everyone here? Are you ready to follow me to the greatest place in the world? He beckoned to a black dragon in the front row. She leaped onto the platform, and Turtle realized it was Fierce Teeth. Whoa, he whispered to King Zhu. She's out of jail already? Do you think Glory knows? King Zhu hissed softly. Fierce Teeth positioned herself at Darkstalker's side, nudging an enemy off to a corner of the platform, which earned her a glare from the seeming princess. My new lieutenant, Fierce Teeth, will be organizing volunteers to carry our supplies. We'll have a feast when we get there. Wait until you see our kingdom. A murmur of excitement eddied around the tribe. Darkstalker swept his wings wide to encompass the entire crowd. Our wonderful kingdom is not too far away. Our glorious future is on the horizon. Come with me, Nightwings. He rose into the air just as Glory and Deathbringer appeared from the trees. They swooped down to the platform and looked at him as though he and looked up at him as he hovered above them. Time for all true Nightwings to go, Your Majesty, Darkstalker said to, to Glory. Thank you for watching over them for me until I could get here. I wish you luck with your own tribe. He ascended into the sky with powerful wing beats that shook the treetops, and dragons began to follow him. One by one, night wings lifted off until the sky was full of black beating wings, lashing tails, and flashing silver scales. The sound of the tribe and the forest rolled like thunderstorm across, rolled like a thunderstorm across the rainforest. Trudel watched them in despair. He couldn't believe so many dragons had fallen for Darkstalkers, for Darkstalker already. Barely three days free, Darkstalker now had an army at his claw tips and an entire kingdom to serve him. He, he became more unstoppable with every passing moment. There's nothing we can do, he whispered. He's too powerful. But not all powerful, King Azu whispered back and nudging him. Look! She pointed to the Nightwings who were still on the ground. Moon and Deathbringer, of course, but also at least 50 others, including, to turtle surprise, Mighty Claws and his mother. I guess some of them actually like us, King Azu said proudly. The smart ones can see how awesome it is here. Or they're just terrified of Darkstalker, Turtle suggested. King Azu whacked him with her tail. Still, compared to the mass exodus overhead, what remained was nothing that, that could be called a tribe.
The few nightwings left shuffled closer together, glancing around as the rainforest had suddenly grown bigger and darker. They looked like refugees from a disaster. Which they are, Turtle realized, from the disaster disaster of the volcano first, and now from the disaster of a king stealing their tribes. Maybe we should go back to Jade Mountain after all, Turtle said with a sense a sense of hopelessness creeping over him. It's probably it's probably one of the safer places to be, with tsunami and clay there. Until it falls beneath thunder and ice, King Azure protested, because we're going we are we were too boring to save the world. No way, not me. You go if you want. Moon and I are going Moon and I can do everything. Um, I think a bit more definition of everything might be in order, Moon said, sounding a little alarmed. No, Turtle said glumly. I'm staying with you, I promise. Nice to see that you're completely thrilled about that, King Azure said with a laugh. Don't worry, I'm sure it won't take long. We'll be back at school learning math in no time. How does she do that? Turtle wondered. How can she look at the exact same thing I'm looking at but think, Oh, here's a problem I can solve instead of everything is hopeless. They waited until later in the morning to leave. Moon and King Azure said their goodbyes to Glory and Mighty Claws that told them he'd and Mighty Claws told them he'd meet them back at school in a few days. Fearless and Mind Reader and their families had gone with Dark Sakura, and Glory wasn't sure whether they'd be returning to Jane Mountain. Turtle wrote another note to Kibley. King Azure, Moon, and I are following Dark Sakura to, to Night Kingdom. Hopefully back at school soon. There was some advanced wishful thinking there, but maybe if he wrote it down, it would end up coming true. He brushed his talents over the slate, remembering how he used to write down everything, every passing idea or observation, as though they were pools of genius he had captured before they evaporated. He liked the feeling of the slate pencil in his claws again. Maybe if I survived all this, I could try writing again. It wasn't hard to follow Darkstalker and the Nightwings, even with a half a morning's lead. The tribe in flight was like a dark cloud in the sky ahead of them. At one point, as they flew toward, through the mountains, Turtle looked down and spotted what appeared to be a small, abandoned scavenger encampment. He imagined being one of those little creatures, looking up to see literally hundreds of dragons suddenly thundering by overhead. If he were one of them, he'd find a rock to hide under and stay there for the next month. Darkstalker led them south of Jade Mountain, over the delta where the winding tail river spilled into the southern sea, and westward along the coast. Below them, waves pounded against a rocky shoreline, and the ocean was dark gray, with hints of brilliant green where the sun slipped through. Turtle couldn't help thinking how easy it would be to dive into those waves. He could disappear into the watery depths and leave all the dangers behind. But he looked over at Kingaju's gray-blue sky scales and determined expression, and he knew he couldn't leave her. Darkstalker flew without sobbing, and so, and so the tribe did, too. Although as the day wore on, they became more spread out across the side, with the weakest flyers dropping farther and farther behind. The landscape along the coast shifted from mountains to scrub-covered hills, and then desert as they reached the southern edge of the kingdom of sand. The wind up this high was chilly, but the sun beat down mercilessly on their scales. Turtle tried to remember the map of Peria in his head, so he could figure out where they were going. There wasn't anything in this direction except more sand as far as he knew, and then the western coast. Another island? The sun was slipping down the sky ahead of them, shining right into Turtle's eyes, when Darkstalker suddenly dove towards the land. Like a flock of hungry crows, the Nightwing swept after him. Turtle sensed Moon's hesitation behind him. I don't want to join them, she explained when she caught him looking at her. I don't want them to think I've chosen Darkstalker. This is just a visit. I don't want to hang out with those dragons either, Kangazoo said firmly, or listen to another endless windbag speech. Windbag speech. 
Let's find a spot to sleep where they can't see us. But where are they going? Turtle asked, screening his, squinting, screening his eyes and squinting west. Why stop now? How much farther can it be? I have no idea, Moon answered. They both hovered in the air for a moment, watching the faraway cloud of nightwings settle across the dunes and pebbled beach like a black carpet flung over the ground. King Goju found a small cave facing the ocean that three of them could just barely squeeze into, and Moon caught them a few crabs to eat. It was a relief to stop and rest. His, it was a relief to stop and rest his wings. Turtle immediately brought out his head healing stone to erase the ache in his shoulders, but it also made Turtle anxious that he couldn't see Darkstalker. And he had no idea what the ancient animus would do next. What if he wasn't really leading the Nightwings to their old kingdom? What if he was plan planning to smash the entire tribe into a cliff? The delightful, morbid, delightfully morbid image wouldn't leave Turtle's brain as he tried to lie down and sleep. Moonlight poured into their caves from the night sky and the silver and from the silver reflections in the sea below. Kingaju and Moon were ready had already closed their eyes, their tails intertwined. He wondered if he imagined he wondered if he'd imagined it that Kingaju had maneuvered to be the one sleeping next to him. Her scales were warm, as though she'd been collecting sunshine in them all day, and in her sleep they turned indigo and gold with flecks of citrus green. Carefully, reluctantly, he eased himself away from Kingaju's side and then slid out to the cave onto the beach. Sand crumbled around his webbed talons, and the sharp edges of broken seashells poked his tail. The waves looked at him as though they were trying to reach out and drag him in. Hiss, hiss. He turned his head north toward the Nightwing encampment and watched. He didn't know how long he sat there, staring at the small patch of stars. But sometime later, he saw a vast shadow bolt them out and then soar away west. Darksucker's going somewhere, by himself, in the middle of the night, which means I have to follow him.